With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's two types of people. People who fear and people who don't fear. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Deji. But what did you expect to happen? Floyd was in the corner doing his taxes in between rounds. <laughs> like, Someone let Jake commentate Tommy's fight. No f***ing way. Triple H, throw me a bone, give me a birthday present, and let me take out John Cena. <laughs> Bro, your topics are all f- whack, just like your stupid <laughs> face. And now everybody can see it because you have no beard and you're stupid, uh. and we know it. And you're not the best person who have ever fought dead or against Mayweather. Look who's talking, dog. I can't see your chin, and I'm sitting next to you. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Mike's, one, so Mike's one of those guys who shaves and he loses. He, everyone realizes, oh, he got no chin. I have no chin. I can't believe it. Bro, no wonder you've been f- so much. Well, not anymore, but before that, we were all like, what What changed in Mike's life that he's able to pull all this tail? Pool. And it was the beard. Yeah. It's like beards are makeup for men. I'm convinced that beards are the male equivalent of makeup. Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, and subscribing. We're back for a boys only. Feels and you're good. back too, bro. 2017's calling. <laughs> yo, low gang was popping. Hey, yo. So speak for yourself, buddy. What? I don't f- know, dude. I'm tired. <laughs> Me too. Yo, also, I'm surprised I'm even sitting on this couch next to you right now after what happened between us. Nothing happened between us. Oh, uh, we're going to address the black eyes? Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Mike and I got in a very physical, violent confrontation, and we did a, one of those swings where we both swung at the same time knocked and knocked each other out at the same time and that's why we have black eyes do you know do, let me ask you something why do you think we have black eyes you went to the beauty lounge med <laughs> <laughs> that's damn right <laughs> the most pussy thing ever it ever. wasn't it wasn't two boys roughing each other up we got our faces stapled <laughs> literally repeatedly what's the the procedure morpheus, morpheus treatment yep named after andrew tate it's called morpheus treatment and they just shoot a massive needle over and over into your face. And what it does is it badly damages your, yes. your, your skin. And it forces the collagen to then react and reinvigorate. And it makes your skin all shiny, soft, and new. Yep. You Except- gotta ask, why, why did you guys let go of the beard? Because they asked us to shave it. For the Morpheus. For the Morpheus. And, and, really? and the other thing was, I hadn't seen my face in like here in like, I mean, it's probably been a while for you too, right? Like two, three years yeah, for me. Yeah. And I was like, I want to see what it looks like. Shave the beard off. Immediately wanted to see what it looked like back with the beard. Yeah. Immediate, like <laughs> immediate. It's very humbling. It's very. Oh humbling. yeah. No chance. <laughs> because you think like, yo, I've been in the gym. I've been eating kind of healthy. Let's see. They go. And then you see it drop. And also you see your, your whole heart just die. So every bad. time that I shave my face, I regret it immediately. There was one time though. In the past year, I shaved my face and I posted a selfie of me, you know, fresh shave 2017 Logan. And I, I did get a nice text from James Charles. 
saying about how hot I was, Daddy, or something. <laughs> I, I I hate to say this, you look good without a beard. Shut up. I swear to God. You shut your goddamn. You look mouth. beautiful. You no. I know. You what are you talking about? Look great. You look like you know those gummy worms from that old video game where they used to eat. You get you know what I'm talking about? That sour worm game. Did anybody play that game growing up? I'm really I'm trying hard to relate to you, but I just don't know what you're talking about. There's a sour easy, worm. Easy. That easy with them. <laughs> We need him for this episode. <laughs> no, George, leave. Come on, <laughs> buddy. Buddy, we just started. God dang it. <laughs> talk Let's talk about worms. it. Let's talk about it. A lot of conversation coming off that last episode, Georgie. We want let's break it down. All right. Give some context, bro. So we had Bobby Lee on, yeah, on last yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah. Episode did well. Yeah. Bobby Lee's incredible. incredible. Hilarious Psycho. comedian and an absolute madman. Yeah. I I love him. Person. No, it's amazing. I'm going to his his, his podcast this week sometime. But, Hopefully, um, you're able to speak English on that. Yeah, one. me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. What? <laughs> I so, hope I hope I'm able to oh, speak got English. It. So what? Too. Me too. So what? So what happened? I, I actually haven't spoken up about it because I'm trying to. I was trying to word it. And because, dude, it caused drama. There were so many people that were talking about this. Like a lot of yeah. people, a lot of comedians called me personally and talked about it. Mm -hmm. A lot of um, wow. close friends called me about it. I just didn't know how to address it, and so I. This is the best way that I could put it. Um, I can't ever tell the people around me how to act and how to be and how to how to treat me, how to how to do this type of situation. And I've learned that accountability is the fastest way for growth. And it just, it's so hard. And it's really hard to make a mistake in front of people too, let alone the whole internet. Um, I love Bobby Lee. I think he was fantastic. I thought he was fun. Uh, I got butt hurt and it was something that I got to take accountability for. Like I, I get a little emotional and I, I, I'm not too mad at it because my emotions are what make who, who I am. For sure. And I'm really proud of who I am. Uh, do I make mistakes? Absolutely. Uh, I got upset that like while I was going through it, like you were kind of like, no, 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 he's checked out, he's checked out. And I was trying so hard not to wear my emotions on my sleeve. So in my brain, I was like, all right, if I'm going to keep getting like, oh, look, he's checked out, then I'm fucking, I'm checking out and I'm just <laughs> out. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Um, and it was definitely a learning curve to like, just not be a pussy. Well, made for great programming. That's for sure. I think. Yeah. I, I learned also like it, it so my biggest fear that I've been having is fucking up in front of everybody to the point where like, cause people loved me on the podcast. And then recently I've been just getting, uh, really nervous that I'm not doing well enough for the podcast anymore. Uh, when I first started, I would come unprepared before a reason I wanted to be the audience's perspective. So I would be with a guest and not know what's going on. So I could ask questions on, uh, as if you were a blank slate, exactly, which I thought was a great yes, piece. To it do. was, but then it became um, sloppy, and then it also looked like I didn't care about my job, and that was never the case. I just think, I just think you've gotten into your own head a lot. Too. I did. You I know was what very I'm saying? Much which, in my head. which is what's kind of like the the uh, antithesis of what this show is. This show is about three boys, best friends, being loose together, having fun conversation. Occasionally, there's a guest that we knock shit off of. We have a good time together, mm. right? And, you know, as you know, on that episode, I was on the fence. I was not, I saw both sides completely crystal clear. Obviously, <laughs> did real well in the comments myself from that last episode. But, uh, <laughs> we always we always judge audience sentiment and we <laughs> guess what it's going to be after each episode. And I knew Mike was going to fare well with the audience. <laughs> no, well, because was, you, you stood up for Georgie. For sure. You, and, and, and I didn't. Well, no, I think you just played the opposite side of the fence, which I saw both sides. I saw your side and I saw your side. Also, for people listening who are 
avid listeners of this show, first off, thank you. But uh, definitely understand there's a dynamic here, right? So when you see Mike playing that middle character, you're not also going to see me playing the middle character. Yep. Some of the time, like I'm here to make good programming. Right. Yep. And at the end of the day, this is entertainment. And so I know we even had this conversation before. Mm. Like I was like, yo, if you're going to walk, walk. Yeah, I did. You, you know? wanted him. You want him to walk. And your thing with me was always you wanted me to make people walk. Well, <laughs> certain people. <laughs> and, and we were successful. But uh, I do want to apologize to both of you guys. No. Because I, how I acted was unprofessional. And like you guys gave me a, a sick platform platform. I'll, I'll allow it. It's kind of uh, like what builds on your teeth. I, I just... Also, <laughs> please, please, we don't want to talk about building up on your teeth, Mike. Uh, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Give a smile on your left side a little bit. Is it? it I just got them cleaned. No, it's because yes. you're missing the teeth from the drugs, I think. Are you saying that I plaque on my teeth? I just had them cleaned two days ago at Dr. Rabon. It, it was just Dr. a joke. You didn't have to live in it. I almost walked. Dude, don't. Don't. Trust me, don't. It doesn't end up on a good side. You think you're doing the right thing. No, but I, I, when, I, when I said walk, you know, I, I, I meant it from the lens of entertainment. I didn't know you were going to, like, order an Uber and leave the entire In place. my defense, you guys should know that when I do something, I just do it. You commit. I commit. You I don't, do I don't go fuck. Like, yeah. I, I just don't. I, well, I, I'll just do what I do. But also, guys, I got to say I'm pretty excited. My biggest fear was to get hated on. And like do something that the world's like, yo, fuck this guy. And I did. And like low key, this is kind of bad. I loved it. Why? I loved it. Oh, you're Michael having your Jake Paul moment. Yeah, what are you doing? I <laughs> love that people were just commenting and getting so steamed. I was wrong and I apologize for my mistakes, but I can't I can't apologize for the fact that like when I'm watching these kids comment what they're commenting, in my mind, I'm like, ooh, I'm in your head. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh no. Head. You got her heel. Wait, was that, the villain? Is that the villain origin story? Yeah, is yeah, that what yeah. just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it gave me a superpower, bro. It made me realize like, oh, I really don't care. Before I would say I don't care. And now I'm watching. I'm like, ooh, I do care. I want it. I want to be in their heads more. Like, I like it. It's, it's good. Weird. It, well, it's good that you care because I actually really appreciate when people leave feedback and you can refine your skills as a host based on audience feedback it's it's super valuable yeah. bro. like like con like consider what people are saying and i know you have i know mm, you've been like yeah absolutely and, and that's why i apologized i still think what i did was out of uh, out of pocket and unprofessional and you guys got to remember like I'm, I'm new to this podcast game i've been doing it for a year maybe a year and a half so like you guys have been doing this you've guys grown made mistakes fought each other left the show did all your things i'm still having a learning curve but i can't help the fact that i smile so hard i didn't know <laughs> Until Belle came downstairs, she goes, what are you smiling at? And I'm sitting oh, there reading comments. Can you imagine and I'm just, just sitting, sitting there like this? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the shit that they were saying was like, it was just so like not even in the right direction that I'm like, whoa, yeah, let's right. go, dude, okay. All right, well, I, I wanted to address this, but now I'm sick of this part and I'm also sick of you at my house. Yeah. I want you gone. Yeah. I want you out of my house. You could always come to my place, bro. No, I want you out of my house. When Mike bought that house, in the most genuine, kind, compassionate way, you looked me in the eyes yeah. and, and you said, I got this new house and it has an empty guest bedroom. It's your room. It's your room, brother. Biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. <laughs> you would, can't unsay it. Take that you back can't unsay that. I am a political prisoner in my own room. <laughs> I seek asylum in my room from the co- habitating collaborative effort of Lena or Nogan, the combined boyfriend girlfriend combination. <laughs> they have not, they have, they are not even individual humans anymore. They sit there, they pet each other We're, all day. Here, I'll tell you how the day starts. Morning, babe. Morning, babe. 
I'm gonna do I'm gonna do my my Rubik's cube, babe. Can I watch you do the Rubik's cube? Watch me do the Rubik's cube, babe. <laughs> babe, you're doing good with the Rubik's cube, babe. Now after that, let's make fizzy water with the prime, babe. Ooh, fizzy water with the prime, babe. Want to watch a show, babe? Let's watch a show, babe. What show, babe? Love is blind, babe. Want to watch Love is Blind, babe? Or you want to watch Bachelor, babe? We watch Bachelor, babe. Then Love is Blind, babe. Okay, babe. Want to take these for a walk, babe? Babe, 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 babe. All the while. She's petting his like, babe, 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 babe. He's babe, babe, babe. They're like two fucking potatoes that have become mashed together into one formless moron. No, 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 not, not two. Bro, bro, we're one giant eight-limbed beast. Okay. We've, co- we've combined. I'm surprised she's not here right now, to be honest. But Yeah, oh, yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> me too, bro. The whole time he left, the first thing he does is just starts texting her. Babe, 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 babe. The whole day, bro. When they make out, now I play the porn up music, <laughs> the, the intro music. I can't pull it up because there's no service. But I, I've been. I, I, it seems like one of those situations where your boy is just yanked off the map. And I understand it. You're aging. You want to start a family. You want to have a little spawn. You want to have a little Jake Paul of your own. I bet, right? And I have no problem with that. I respect that. But it's just hard to see your boy. Diminished into a pussy for your fucking aunt. <laughs> Bro, it is bad. You are a puddle of cuddles. Cuddle puddle. I'm a cuddle puddle. I love cuddling. Oh. I'd rather you be that than a whore at the club. I'm glad you're happy, buddy. Next and time. also, it makes me happier that you're, you're upset being in the house. I just love that. I don't know why, but you I... Know, it's my what? favorite. Because Mike made it seem that when he lived with Logan, that he was the saint that didn't make any mess. I was. Bro, what are you talking about? Cite an example. You didn't live there. What are you talking? I I, I, I had moving boxes for months. Yeah, right in front of your door. Your door or Broly peed. I set those up for Broly to pee on. For me, it was the bodily fluids. Well, who knows what is a going to come out of Mike, and then B is going to come out of the creatures that Mike brings home. Oof. See, that's he. So he's talking about the women you're bringing home. My life has changed dramatically since then. I'm a different person. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you can't fuck now because you got no neck, that's not no chin. <laughs> that's not why. Okay, it's partially why. But all I heard saying, you got mad at him for touching the glass while opening. Dog, 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 that's crazy. Yo, 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 you yo. have Windex, bro? Uh, uh, uh. No, no, no. It's so much worse than you think. Okay, there's the metal part <laughs> of the door, the door frame, and then the glass. My fingers. <laughs> My fingertips had wrapped around the metal part and were just resting on the glass. He goes, hey, just, and you could tell he wants to, like, be cool about it. But there's no <laughs> way to massage around this fact that you're a Karen in your own home. No. He goes, he goes, just, just watch your fingertips on the glass. I go, no fucking way. A centimeter of finger was on the glass. And I could go on and You on. should see the house. You should see the it's house. And by the way, just like so you know, just so you know, <laughs> next time somebody's shitting on you on the show, I'm going to be on Logan's side. Okay. Because now I you're not taking my back. No, no, no. Let this. me fucking I'm finish. This. Hold on a second. Logan's, I mean, Logan, Mike seemed super sweet on the show. But as soon as he walked off and the cameras weren't rolling, he goes, I'm going to look so good towards uh, the comments. See, you're done. <laughs> before now, he bro. checked in on me, before he asked. I FaceTimed you this week. You didn't respond. He did care. He chased you out. He chased you out, but somehow you already ordered an Uber in two minutes. I yeah, I was out. Uber black, it had to have been. And was on the impulsive card. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Cash App. When personal finance connects you to both your funds and the stuff that matters, that's money, and that's Cash App. You know what else is money? Why don't you go ahead and tell him, Logan? Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> you do it. <laughs>
You know how every day you and your walking Danish of a girlfriend mess my house up and I have to have the maid come over? Yeah. You know how I pay her? Cash app? That's correct. And you know how every day you dig the heels of your shoes into the white chairs out in the kitchen and I have to call the upholstery guy Ernesto to come over and, and, and recover them? Ernesto, yeah. You know how I pay him? Cash app? Correct. And you know how every single day I have to order food to the front door and I have to cook it for you and make it for you because you're, you're handicapped mm. and you now owe me money? Do you know how I want you to pay me for that food? Cash app? Cash app. And so <laughs> Listen, I get, it. I get it. I get it. You guys should all get it too. Cash app is the app for sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, gifting, or just typing numbers, all with the number one finance app in the app store. Basically, what I'm saying is that's money. That's cash app. So download cash app from the app store or Google Play store today to create your own cash tag. Link in the description. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're right. We're a mess. No, you guys are disasters. Yeah. There's half smoke joints all over the ground as an addict that bothers me. There, which is fucked up. That, that there's, is pretty fucked there's, up. There's, there's it's a, more fucked know? up that he smokes them. <gasps> you wrote a book, you asshole. <laughs> That's not true. But dude, there's just shit everywhere. There's shit everywhere. I got to listen to something I don't want to hear. Bullshit. We've in the been, morning. We've been so quiet. You think you're quiet. Those doors are thin, buddy. I know those doors because I never touch them with my fingers. We've been so quiet. Hmm? You think you've been quiet. Babe, you like that, babe? Babe, that's great, babe. Oh, we already talked about our plans for New Year's. Here it is. Ready? 11.59. The ball drop, babe. It's just constant. That's all it is, bro. What can I say? I'm in love. You know who else is in love? The whole world with Deji. The goat, the goat of YouTube box. <laughs> what the fuck did we just watch? I don't watch? know. We just watched it on I the way here. Yeah. Could you guys explain it in great detail? It was the greatest fight I've ever seen. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? Deji versus Floyd Mayweather will go down in history as one of the most entertaining bouts of combat sports ever. So okay. So I get where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Floyd Mayweather sucks, dude. I'm sorry. You fucking suck, Floyd. You what, suck. What, like, what is at, at what point is it no longer legalized bank robbery? That's what he calls his fights. When he fights, he says it's legalized bank robbery. And, and we're seeing why every time. Because you watch it and you're just like, why did I pay $14.99 for this fight? Oh, it's fucking Well, the, my, the thing that I'm shocked with is, is the sentiment on Twitter, right? Like, this is unacceptable. Boring. Why did I pay $14 for this fight? Homie, you're watching comedy get... No offense to Deji. Great boxer in the YouTube space. But if you thought you were going to see the battle of the Bronx between ga comedy gamer and the best boxer of all time, then you don't deserve to have that $14. Like, you should be stripped of yeah, your $14. Yeah, you what did you expect to happen? Floyd was in the corner doing his taxes in between rounds. <laughs> Dancing. Hitting he was, mitts he was, he was. between rounds. <laughs> and then in the final round, he just puts a smile. I'm like, okay, I'm going to destroy him now. And just goes to town. I thought it was an early stoppage. I I thought they should have let Deji. How, last. how many rounds? How many six two-minute rounds? How many which, rounds did it go? Six. Floyd stopped him in six in the sixth round. Took him six. 
No, but he wasn't. He wasn't. Deji. 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 How many rounds did you go with him? Eight. Three minute rounds. Two away from you, buddy. But yeah. double the time. All right, fair enough. Well, not double. Two, two, one and a half. No, six two-minute rounds is 12. Oh, oh, total. I did eight oh, three-minute rounds is 24 minutes. Did he ever get, did he land one shot on him? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Did. He yeah, did. Oh, really? I think he made him bleed a little bit. Well, he did. A little bit. Did you make him bleed? No, I didn't. That's what I'm saying. So we need to talk about this, Logan. I, yeah. Well? Are, are you are you showing signs of resentment because you never drew blood? Absolutely. Fair enough. I'm, we were, I'm jealous of Deji. <laughs> was it a right hand? It was a hook, I think. Was it a right hook? Uh-uh. The left one. Your shit. Damn. Uh, he's got a point. So what? Are, what are, I'm a, I'm a box Deji then. I don't think. I think, I think you think have Ron, to. At no, this I don't point. think. I, because even as your best friend, I'm like, it's, it's pretty not, close. It's not that. I don't think Deji takes that fight. I don't think he has to take that fight. He has well, a better all right, record all right. than you. He, <laughs> no, I think. He, I think you offer him that fight. I don't think he has think a better he, record. I don't think he does. What do you mean? He's got a victory. Is that is that is one in four better than zero and one? Is he one in four? He's got to be. Damn, y'all should y'all should be, do the championship of the losers bracket. I'm so down. I can't even do anything right now. Anyways, my knee is all bunked up. How are we feeling about this? What happened? Well, we are we we sh are we gonna get deep in this, or do you want to talk about Jake Paul and what happened at that arena in Dubai? At the mm. Let's do it, you're right, bro. <sighs> they call him the problem child. That name will not be wasted. This man walked into an arena on enemy turf, foreign territory, and shit on everyone. I make sure to watch everything Jake is doing because I said it before, I'll say it again. I think he's the most entertaining person on the planet. I find him hilarious. I, I, I thought what he did today, screaming in the face of J John Fury, Tommy Fury's dad. <laughs> and Tommy Fury. It's so fucking funny. And you could tell Jake is a... He's a little, he's a little twisted, I think, mentally. You don't and, say. Well, and physically, because he's, you know, celebrating a win and celebrating the uh, uh, Saudi Arabia performance. And he's in Dubai for the first time in his life. He's going crazy. So I know for a fact he's tired. He's hungover, whatever. And it sounded when, like he was drunk. A little drunk. <laughs> and when you're in that state, you know, you don't give a fuck. And Jake really doesn't give a fuck. So John Fury uh, took his shirt off <laughs> after, after Tommy's fight. And, you know, Tommy's avoided now two fights with Jake, which I find despicable. Like, I could talk about that forever. But uh, the kid sucks. Uh, the family sucks, besides Tyson. Tyson, you're fucking awesome. But your dad and your brother are hooligans. And you need to wrangle both of them and get one in the ring with my brother and keep the other out of the ring with my brother. Because John Fury looks like Shrek. And he, this dude takes his shirt off. He's probably every bit of 280. And he's just screaming at Jake. And you can see... The sanity has left his body completely. He he's he's operating on a on a whim of gypsy instinct. That's and, it. It's all I got. And left. I, I but I find it so entertaining. <laughs> I find it amazing. What did Jake say to stir him up like that? He was so he was talking so, shit the whole fight. Someone let Jake commentate Tommy's fight. <laughs> no, no way. Bro. No yes. way. He was commentating. No, no Which, way. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. No like, fucking yeah. way. <laughs> Somebody let that happen. Yeah. Whoever did that is my it's, hero. It's the zone. They're they're sharp. They're so they're good. sharp. So he was just mad talking. <laughs> he was talking shit the whole, shit the whole time <laughs> during the fight. He's like, Tommy, you suck. This is amateur. It is never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts, whether it's for a friend or the friends in your pants. You can make this season to be a jolly one with Manscaped. 
your little drummer boy a favor and use the lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you, baby. Santa cares about his sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty and get free shipping and 20% off by going to manscaped.com slash impulsive. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls from face to balls just in time for mistletoe season. The Platinum Package 4.0 sitting under the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirit. And for the perfect stocking stuffer, add in the brand new body buffer and an incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy and a lot cleaner than that old loofah. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com slash impulsive. That's 20% off for free shipping at manscaped.com slash impulsive. Back to the... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Program. I don't know how I felt about that because it's great. Yes, it's great programming, as we always say. But my curiosity with like that, as well as like these continuous exhibitions with, with the bank robber Floyd Mayweather, it's like, how much, how do you separate the the comedic portion of this YouTube boxing from the very serious part of this YouTube boxing? Or do you not separate? You don't. It's the one thing Nina, my girlfriend, said after she saw Jake fighting Anderson. Uh, she made a comment about how everything that was leading up to the fight felt performative in a way, which in many ways we are. We come from an internet background, sure. an entertainment background. We're yep. here to perform and <clears throat> entertain, captivate you, make you talk and make you laugh and spend money then a round and a half in she goes uh, that's when i realized that this is like a real fucking Dead fight serious. like these guys are trying to kill each other and and the vibe totally changes from like fun youtube boxing to a serious boxing match if the contenders allow it some people don't bring it jake in all of his fights has brung it yeah, and, and, and 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 you can trust that his fights will be entertaining, and that's why you pay the money to see him. Floyd is just collecting a check, which I actually respect. I actually respect. Like, as much as I joke, like, <laughs> in my opinion, Floyd, I think you should keep this model up for as long as you can. Like, like take a flat fee from a wealthy country, let people see the great Floyd Mayweather box someone who sucks or is not going to beat you, and just keep collecting the bag. Let's just... For a second, Deji is. Uh, I think Deji's a good boxer. I think he's he shows a lot of heart, a ton of heart, and has some boxing skill. But but my question is like, do these exhibitions affect what people think of this of this space? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because now you've got someone who paid for the Jake Paul fight and got a very entertaining boxing match, which was preceded by multiple. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details professional level boxing matches or, or, or fights before it on the same card, which flowed directly into a motherfucking Dubai circus. 
of Jake Paul talking shit to the fighter while he's fighting and Deji fighting the best fighter of all time. You're investing. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you're investing in your fighter. You're investing in your personal entertainment. I'm going to pay that 60 bucks for the Jake Paul fight because there's a lot on the line. Absolutely. One of the biggest shit talkers and disruptors in the space could do another fabulous knockout or get knocked out, and it's going to be good regardless. I know that. He's proven it six times now. With Floyd, bro, it was a $14 fight. Like right, I'll pay right. that fee to watch right. Floyd Mayweather. You know, I, I don't care. Like there, there's, there's, there's trade-offs, and essentially you get what you pay for. Yeah. I, I feel like in music and in movies, there's different genres. Uh, I think if you want the serious fights, you know, I think UFC does a pretty good job of like keeping it professional at all times, uh, unless you get a McGregor. But I, for one, I like the bullshit fights. Like I like KSI's fight. Like is still my favorite matches. The one where he assaulted the the, the child. child. Yeah, 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 yeah. That to me, like, bro, like, yeah, we need more of that. Like, I like. Yeah, I'm with that. I I like like that that because, dude, watching two grown men that know how to fight is sick and it's entertaining sometimes. If you're a boxing fan, you can appreciate it. But I'm just here for a circus. I want to see the wild. um, I mean, Minion came out in the last fight and knocked out the dude in two seconds. Like to me, that's like. I could go to bed happy. Like that salt, I spent that salt poppy. Soul poppy. Yeah. The whole like this thing, like it's, so it's entertaining. just it's entertaining. Why not have a little bit of a little bit of more? It's it's funny because the WWE and Vince McMahon actually he so he coined the term sports entertainment, which I think personally is the genre I relate to most. Sports entertainment. Way more than just athletics, sports, right? I'm not, I'm not like a diehard boxing fan. I'm not like a diehard football fan. But if you have an athlete who can entertain while he's doing his athletics, now you got a Conor McGregor. Well, now they, you got a one of one. Now you got a moneymaker, a, a real fucking draw. That's my favorite to watch. When I'm entertained by both the athleticism and the performance in itself, I'm in. That's everything. And, 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 and a lot of boxers are taking notes now. Even the guy who you mentioned came out in a minion costume. <laughs> it's like we're seeing it now. They're making an effort to build that that likable brand outside of the ring because you know what it equates to it's money it's not yeah but that worries me too a little bit though because now it's how much of a an effect at at first it was like trying to combine the two spaces creator and boxing but now the purists their original question is how much will this start to bleed into boxing like will the bot will boxing essentially end up becoming like another sports entertainment situation where it, it, the boxing itself become because think about it they'll see you've if it's seen, authentic or not. no but you've seen so much else in this world affected by followers subscribers and ability to draw eyeballs right that wasn't always the case with the boxing like you also had to back it up in the ring is there a chance that this continues to just trickle out until eventually it's just based simply on your ability to sell ppvs 100 the cream will rise to the top as in any industry it's a bit muddied right now yeah. the water is muddied we're not yeah. sure who we could watch and pay money to see fight who we shouldn't this and that but the cream will rise to the top i think time will prove that there are going to be a few youtube boxers who are really entertaining and fun to watch and can fight or and can fight uh, so jake jj uh jake jj what about logan paul i have a bum knee bro i feel weird talking about anything one last thing there. before we go into that the, the the biggest fight, as we saw, just by one little Instagram face down. Oh, my God. That bro, went so viral, bro, dude. Bro, because it is 
the fight. And you, uh, you, so you, I'm talking about Jake Paul and Andrew Tate. You saw today in the arena once again. By the way, incredible concoction and combination of people in this uh, in this stadium in Dubai today. You had uh, the the dad Fury. You had the little Tommy Fury. You had uh, KSI was there. Yeah. You had Andrew Tate and Jake Paul mm. all in the same arena. I mean, so many side quests, side missions, GTA situations all involved <laughs> into one thing, eventually culminating with Jake Paul and Andrew Tate having another face to face, I guess, as it, like the first one wasn't enough, but they, they did it again next to the ring. And, and I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm captivated by it. And I know we've had so many conversations about this in the past about platforms and all this bullshit, but like. I would love to see that fucking fight sure, happen. And sure. I think the entire world wants to see that fight happen. Who, who do you have your money on? I, bro, listen. Jake Paul fucking sparks Andrew Tate. Can I say something? No, bro, can it's, I, not, I, it's not even Bro, that's what I'm trying question. to it's say. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, not, take nothing away from his kickboxing legacy, bro. He, he clearly put in work in, in kickboxing. Was a, it was a world champion. All I've seen recently is a couple videos of him hitting mitts. And I don't know if he was like holding back or just like doing it in slow-mo for technique or something. But if that's his like actual speed, like it's. Andrew Tate will not fight Jake. Andrew Tate will not fight myself. That'd be so silly. And if he does, it'd be a money play. He's going to get his ass. Kicked. So much money. He's going to get his ass kicked. And he's the top G facade will finally be revealed as bullshit. But. Or at it, least that vertical of it. It is the fight that everyone wants to see. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see if he's going to step up. Let's not forget. Man's old ish. What, 36, 37? Way, I mean, bro, you're old as fuck, bro. Why would he do that? Why would he risk everything for that? Because you're going to be 30 soon. He's going to make a lot of money. But he has money. Money's not a problem. Does he? Does he? Because I've been thinking about this too. He's been building. I've been thinking about legacy. What are you talking bro, about, bro? He's he has a Bugatti. He, bro, he scams fucking old men by pretending to be a camera. This girl. was not why I started this conversation. We are not going There's back. No, no legacy. No, no, no. This is a no great conversation. conversation. Everybody no. wants to hear. We this already had it. We already did it one time, and it didn't. It wasn't. No, great. bro. Because the fucking just, the take. I get TikTok schoolboys are jerking off in the, in the comments. I don't like, care about the reaction. Dick, bro, your hero's a fucking fraud. I don't care about the reaction to it. I'm, I'm all I'm saying is we have had this conversation on two shows. Once we no, Jake. but I'm well, just, no. I'm this just is saying, about the let's, Jake. Let's heat up. Let's heat up. Let's make something happen. I've laid out multiple offers for this dude. Jake has fucking met with this guy. Jake and let's him respect each other. Action. Let's see action. Like I, one one of us talks a fucking lot. The other actually does some shit. I want I want to see action, pen to paper, sign the fucking contract and fight. No more bullshit. I feel like it's I feel like if anything it would be you. Because I feel like J because the question is if Jake now goes and fights him, does that take him off his path? Because he's now starting to fight combat greats. My guess is his next fight is going to be know. against a boxer. Like, it, does that detract from his it depends what journey? He wants, it depends what he wants to do. If so I were, if money, I were, dude. if I were Jake, bro, I would take the 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 route that every other boxer has taken, right, and, right. and and make as much money as you can from fights that people are going to pay to watch that right. are going to be entertaining, and and don't worry about. Uh, Right off the rip, trying to, you know, face the best guy you possibly can. He needs to be strategic about it. You know what I'm saying? And I think Tate's a strategic fight. But, like, bro, you, you got to understand, again, he's he's 36. He's been out of the game for five years. Uh, I, I think he's definitely much slower than he was. I, de I think he's definitely less capable physically than he was. Um, he, he, he He's also way smaller than than i thought and you could tell in that comparison well it's always, he's always going to be smaller than you i mean you're a, a fucking roid head oh yeah <laughs> andrew andrew Tate says, I, <laughs> says I do steroids yeah um so those aren't allowed 
in the sports that I do, <laughs> boxing or WWE. So I'd watch either of the fights. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Can I, can I, can I put a, a little input in? I think that this he's going to do a Tommy Fury. I think he's going to build up the hype with his name and then No, nah, he can't do that. You don't he think? Can't, he can't do that. There has to be another move, bro. He can't do it. He Listen, you could say a lot of shit about uh, Tate, bro, but he he's strategic. He knows what he's fucking doing. He's got a level head on his shoulders. He's not going to make that kind of mistake. If he signs the contract and gets into a fight with one of these guys, he's going to take that fight. My God, he would fall so down if he lost like, in a bad way. Like All the people that look up to him would be like, oh, I guess. Well, that's why I think that's what I think stopping a lot of these fights. I'm going to be honest, bro. Like, I think I think it's one of the biggest reasons why KSI Jake isn't happening, and might not happen. I think there's Bro, just when too it, much. Just I when do we become a fight podcast? Yeah, fuck this. You shit. know what I'm Here, saying? You know what? We're instead of this, about fight. Instead of this, let's talk about something else. Love. So that, no, love is blind, which I love. I love the show. Love is blind, and I watch it at Mike's house. Me and Nina cozy up on the couch, and we turn on Love is Blind, and you know Mike doesn't see. The value that the show doesn't see because it's love is blind. Was that supposed to be a fucking? Was that supposed to be a little? To his audience, here's here's a quote I wrote from Mike that he was saying while we were watching Love Is Blind, ranting. And I made I I made <laughs> should have write this down because I, we also like The Bachelor in Paradise. We watch these shit reality TV shows because they're awesome. Mike said this: I find this sickening to me that you would watch this mindless garbage. Who gives a fuck about these people, bro? Watch the Purina dog show. Watch the dogs that train their whole lives to weave through cones. Yep. Like this. <laughs> Instead, you're watching this mindless garbage. You've irreparably damaged my opinion of you as a person. You are the, you know who the only guy I know would watch this shit? Dylan, our producer. Fucking sick of this shit. And I'm sick of David too. He's supposed to do the dishes. Every night he gives us these rants. <laughs> we have a lot of them on camera. We should we should get some of that. <laughs> Bo, but I, I honestly am I'm astonished by how how much you um how much of just a a, a pussy you are, bro. Like I'm just I'm astonished. Bro. I love it. Like, bro, you what they sit there and they watch this. Like, imagine me, bro. Someone who has who knows this kid is a wood chopper from Ohio, boxer, wrestler extraordinaire, physicality through the fucking roof. And I see him cuddled up with this blanket, holding the blanket like this around his neck, watching these people walk down the fucking aisle in the fakest bullshit reality show I've ever seen. How, how they dare get you. to the fucking they get to the uh, altar, and the um the the guy says um do do you take her, uh, whatever her name is to be your lawfully wedded bride? And Logan and Nina are watching the screen like this. I mean, what's that's gonna happen? That's the climax babe, of this no, ready, season. babe? Mike, what's gonna happen? What babe, I don't know. For. Babe, what's gonna happen? <laughs> babe, I don't know. Babe, what's gonna happen? Babe, I don't know. They sit there, and of course, the question to answer normally in a wedding takes one second. Do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded bride? Yes or no? But of course, since it's reality TV, there's dun 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 music. All the reactions of the people in the crowd. Like, what's going to fucking happen? I'll tell you what's going to happen. He's going to fucking answer the question. <laughs> Speed it the fuck up. Guess what this dude says? I don't. 
These two, literally, <laughs> you would have thought the house was on fire. Get up screaming, how can he do this to her? He's he's basically crying, yeah, bro. Right. <laughs> this is so fucked up. This is so fucked up. Do you know? I, you know I cannot premise? believe this. Let me show you the tell me the premise of the show. Hey man, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> bro, it's unacceptable, it's bro. No, it's fucking not. I want to know if love is blind. They take a bunch of people, they put them in pods. There's a wall between them so you can't see them. And you have conversations on a daily basis with certain people and you come to like some of them and at the end you propose. And then they follow you after the journey and see if you are as physically attracted to the, per as the person as you were emotionally attracted and see the ups and downs of that. And some of them are really entertaining. I, our sound guy was just like, he was just like. He's <laughs> <laughs> an like, interesting man, concept. Is love blind? Is love blind? And, 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 and it's just there's so much more ex like ex awesome television right now. You could be watching. I know, I know, but I, I busted like, my shit, bro. But I it doesn't matter. It does matter. Say, oh, it does I started matter. I watching the Kardashians because I hurt my knee. Yes, it does what matter. The fuck, those two don't go hand. Your priorities fucking utilize. Your priorities change. Your priorities change when you're injured. They go. So they go. You know what they say to me? You they go. They go. Okay. Well, what do you want to watch instead? I, they and they both look at me like I've offended them. Okay. Well, what do you want to watch instead? I go, I don't know anything. Because it's the same shit. It's, go, all, it's, go, it's cartel shit. Go, it's Sicario. It's it's mob. It's drugs. The stuff Mike can't get. Oh, yeah. It's real life. All he wants to do is watch it. I am a fucking <laughs> man. I don't watch reality love shows. You should be ashamed of yourself. Do you want to know what you asked me? That if we, and I can't believe we're having this conversation again. I'm not going to flip out to this. This isn't Buka to Beppo level. It's worse. I'm saddened. I'm fucking mad. And shout out to Buca de Beppo who offers a, who offered us a lifetime free supply of Italian food for that for that show. Yeah, we got free free Buco. Do you want to know? What you asked me if I wanted to watch what? instead. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's incredible for the two of us. Yeah, get mad and say Chili's once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know? What you asked me to watch instead. Do you want to watch the history of Boeing plane crashes? A documentary on all of the plane crashes that have happened. That's a pretty severe, like, homie. <laughs> I go, I go, you want to know what? At that point, I said, I fly pretty much twice a week. Y'all have fun. And I went back into my political asylum in my bedroom. Yeah. I, you know, George, I stay in my bedroom with the door closed. We, I, don't, I haven't left in a week. We have been feeling bad about that. We've commandeered the house. Well, maybe you should watch plane crashes with us. But how do you go from like watching Love Is Blind to playing? <laughs> no, because I just, they're, they're... I just find it fascinating, yo. Like, what was the oversight at Boeing? Like, what what did they do? <laughs> what did they do? I want to get to the bottom of it. That's so I watch question. I watch the documentary. Two two Boeings, Boeings had some trouble, dude. With a with a bunch. Of it was them. oversight. It was it was it was negligence. It was criminal. Well, I don't, are we talking I don't... about like SBF level criminal? Like, oh SBF. my goodness! <laughs> I can't believe what's happening. I can't believe what's happening. You said I was, before we got here, Mike said I was the SBF of this, oh, podcast. this podcast. Sam Bankman-Free, yeah. the, the crypto uh, mogul, young crypto billionaire. Yeah. Well, not anymore, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, he ran FTX. You may have, you may have heard, and we're going to keep the crypto news light, but. The, well, I mean, oh, now you want to keep it light. <laughs> now, now when it's like, shh. <laughs> just like that moment. Now you were talking about that plane. 
now you want to keep it light. No, 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 no. Let's talk about it. <laughs> that, I love this. I'll sit here and marinate it. How did anybody think this was a fucking good yeah, idea? I, wait, wait. I have no idea. No, you're bro. kidding. No, listen, bro. The government, fuck the government. <laughs> they can't control our money. As soon as I heard this shit, I was like, what? They go, yeah, you know, they're trying to suppress us, bro. We got to make sure we're like the Swiss Army. We got to make sure our banks is not located. If I send you five bucks, fuck them. They don't know. <laughs> and now, and now, if you, I don't know if anybody knows this, but if you send anything through PayPal, Cash App, any of this shit, you have to fucking file that shit in your taxes, bro. In 10 years from now, the government is going to be like, yeah, let's forget the millions of dollars that you guys were moving around. Yeah. And oh, he's right. Speaking of Cash App. So, Caleb, just put the ad in there. Let's continue. <laughs> no. <laughs> George is absolutely right. He's right. I, I, I. But come on, you can't just shit on crypto. Nah, as a, as a nah, I think I, you know, it's fucked up because a lot of times I'm, I'm often transported back to a a, a, a day in Puerto Rico, sitting in a warehouse across from a man by the name of Peter Schiff. Oh. Peter Schiff. He was right. Got Peter shit on for a week after he did that podcast about how gold was gonna be the answer and it was a and it was the right bet and it was gonna continue to stay the course and trajectory while the american dollar inflated which it has and while crypto deflated which it has and now we're sitting here driving a lamborghini that is on fire the crypto market has collapsed no fucking shit, bro. You know what they felt like? It felt like when you're at the beach and they're handing you CDs to check out their music. Yeah. And everybody has a fucking shit stick. No, drawing. but the thing is, it's gonna be millions, no, bro. No, no, it's I. I think it's in part because of this FTX debacle. No, that's it's part a debacle, of it, but bro. Also, the guy was supposed to be running a, a multi multi billion dollar company. Instead, he was having company orgies at his home yeah. with his colleagues. Yeah. Do you know that, bro? He's a he's a he's twisted. He's twisted, and he I got, like how he's smiling. At he me. got <laughs> lucky. He got really lucky. He made a lot of money really young. But one of two things: either a man really just didn't know how to run a business. So what he did was he took ten billion dollars worth of investor funds and and leveraged user it. money and leveraged it in highly risky investments, and shit hit the fan. Everyone tried to withdraw their money from FTX. They were illiquid because all the money was elsewhere in high-risk investments. And they got fucked. It all came collapsing down. So either A, he doesn't know how to run a business. He's just not a good businessman. He got really lucky. And he's a young, like, uh, uh, um, uh, brainiac right. in, in, a, in a vertical that is not people and infrastructure. Or B... Criminal, yeah. straight up criminal, it's and and it and. Mean, bro. You Come on, bro. <laughs> Open your fucking eyes, bro. Love might be blind, but the NFT shit isn't. <laughs> I can see it very fucking clear. This is what they do. Hey, we're gonna get these fucking idiots to buy this, and as soon as everybody jumps on this, we're like, no, 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 dude. It was it, it was legit. It, an arena in Miami was named the FTX Stadium after the, they do 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 listen, do listen, do listen. do. No, you listen. <laughs> FTX. Sponsored my fight against Floyd Mayweather. I had their logo on my pants. Yes. Yo, I gotta go. <laughs> hey, 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 he's walking. Walk. You can't walk, bro. But bro, but I look at can't walk because I can't my knee. I gotta stay here. Listen, but Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Stadium, it's just one idiot in a stadium. If there's five thousand idiots in a stadium, it's five thousand idiots in a it stadium. It was a sixteen thousand uh, person venue. Oh, I didn't. Tom know. Brady had a massive equity share. In FTX. Mm -hmm. how, why don't you tell them how massive, Michael? Well, no, but the, the, the number you're looking for from me is $650 million. 
but I don't believe that that was his equity share. I believe he he yeah, that can't be. He had tried to like reinvest funds. I, w whatever the case, Tom Brady had a massive amount of money tangled up in FTX. Steph Curry had a massive amount of money tangled up in FTX, and now FTX has collapsed. Binance was going to make a play to buy them. They decided against it after due diligence. FTX is now bankrupt. SBF is now what on the run? Where is he? I think he's on the run. I think he's on the run. Do Who you knows? think that's why he got a divorce to save his money? He like gave it to his ex-wife. Tom Brady may be having the worst year. Fuck. Potential. But do you know what I'm saying? That's a smart ass play. Like, no, hey, no, he's that's not. it. We're done here. Hey, take the money. We'll we'll make this work in four years from now. Tom Tom Brady's not having the worst year. I think it's uh it damn, there's could be an award this year. It'd be Tom Brady, SBF, Kanye. I guess it has to be Kanye. Yeah, that's I mean, but you sleep in the bed you make, dummy. Yeah. Can't say that. Chappelle uh SNL cold open last night. Not cold open intro, uh, you know, uh, monologue. I would love to watch best, be, be, best of all time. Dave Chappelle is the greatest comedian in the history of, of the art. I, I think so too. Mm -hmm. He yeah. is he is the goat of all goats. His he delivered this insane monologue on SNL uh last night about Kanye, about the midterm elections, about the Ukrainians using home alone tactics to fight off the, <laughs> to fight off the Russians. No, Ukraine is booby trapped there. Booby trapped. <laughs> all of the all of the deaths of Russians in Ukraine have been a result of bear hot traps. doorknobs. <laughs> doorknobs, bear traps and bouncing Bettys. <laughs> he is he is just the funny honestly like people ask all the time like what's your dream podcast? And yo, I want to have Drake on. I want to have Elon. Like, I want to have Dave Chappelle on the show. And I'm here right now to to place a bounty on that. Oh my god! Yeah, if if someone watching this show can capture Dave Chappelle, can capture we'll take Dave him dead Chappelle. or alive, but we want to pay you to put him in that seat, in yep. that seat actually. I'll move over there. <laughs> That's if I don't walk off. <laughs> I will pay a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, make sure he's alive though. For an, for a live just Dave a Chappelle. <laughs> For a live Dave. I think I'm gonna <laughs> I think I'm gonna puke. Do it. My stomach's been real fucked up. Go for it. That's good. And I think it's a lot of it has to do with stress. Yeah. Which has been more so just because of the whole living arrangement. Yeah. Why are you stressed, Mike? Well, we're pretty we're pretty shitty guests. No, that's not no, that's not Yeah, it, it's true, dude. Do you feel like that? Oh, I know that. We're okay. we're messy, dude. We're really messy. But if you just wanted to watch Love is Blind and The Bachelor, I think everything would be fine. All about perspective. Have some fun. Have some fun. I try, bro. It's 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 fine. It's my stomach. I have an intestinal problem. Um, we we did not get a chance because it was a guest episode, Bobby Lee, last week to talk about to talk properly about the uh, okay. Crown Jewel WWE and more so about Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I would like to take some time right now to talk about that experience because it was one. For the ages, uh, a lifetime experience, both for me and George, and I'm sure for you, mm. um, what some people are calling one of the greatest, one of the greatest matches in the history of W. I mean, WWE, dude, like not, not, you know, not top three, but if there was like a top 20 list, you put on a 35 minute, you know, uh, battle Royale with this guy. That was absolutely amazing. Like, what? I'm sure you have some thoughts on it. I know you seemed offended by me saying that was one of the greatest matches. Well, how about this? The one of the greatest celebrity matches, if you could even call yourself that, in the history of WWE. Well, thank you, Mike. I didn't say it. I just saw the online sentiment. I thought it sucked. 
<laughs> it was uh it was incredible. It was incredible. I I I just uh I just am so grateful. I'm very grateful um to the WWE, to the fellow wrestlers who opened that spot up for me and set the stage very nicely for me to come in and put on a performance that I was very proud of. Like you have to understand there are so many wrestlers in the WWE working so hard every single week to build this organization. And I come in as an outsider and do my best to either raise the bar or keep on par with the expectations that WWE fans have. And I work my ass off. That's the one thing like I can always promise that I'll give you and like love me or hate me. I promise Every time I step in the WWE ring, you're going to be entertained. And, and I'll say that with my fucking chest out. Like, I'm going to put on matches you'll never forget for the rest of your life. And I'm telling people real time, I have no problem saying this. And this is coming from a place of, 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 of confidence. Just like, bro, I faced Roman Reigns in my third match. He's the face of the WWE. And I walked in there with my chest out, chin high. I want to make sure people are as understanding as I am about my belief in rewriting history in real time. I'm telling you my matches are going to be for the ages. I'm telling you you're going to remember them for the rest of their life. Are you going to tune in and watch or catch the highlights after the fact? Are you going to show up to the stadium and watch me put on these high-flying aerial performances or watch the highlights after the fact. And, and, and either is fine, but I'm having so much fun in this organization. I have to say, like, thank you to the WWE. Thank you to the fellow wrestlers for setting the stage for me. And I'm glad that I showed up in a way where, truthfully, I was very proud of the performance I put on. Are which you is, serious? Dude, dude, it's not oh, always no, easy no, for me like, to say that. Dude. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tough critic. You, you're in the locker rooms with me after the, after the fact sometimes. And I, I will beat myself up. But the fact that we did that match and had the reactions that we had and the fact that I fucking blew my knee out halfway yeah, through about that. and somehow, somehow finished this match. Because when it happened, yo, I, I, I wasn't sure I was going to be able to go off the, the, the rope or let alone jump over the rope out of the ring. Onto the, I didn't know how I was going to finish the match. I, I, I fully, in my head, committed to losing this leg. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Well, bro, everyone's looking at me. Everyone's staring at me. Millions of people at home watching. I'm not going to I'm not gonna let the fans down. Like, like, I just, I can't. It's not in my DNA. So what's the update on the leg? Because we didn't talk about it last episode. You didn't, we didn't have any real updates on it. You're, you're moving around on it, barely. But what is, what is the update? You've seen a ton of doctors. You've seen a ton of, you know, wellness specialists, rehab. Yeah. What, what's, what's going on? So I think I'm going to put out a YouTube video. <laughs> you don't even make YouTube. I know, but but I'm making a good one. I'm making a good one about Crown Jewel because like I don't I just don't think people understand. And I come from the outside world, so I I understand what the misconceptions are about the WWE, what the perception is about the WWE, and so I can like bridge a gap between I think traditional like mainstream media and a more niche universe in the WWE. Like I think that's my value for them. I I I I, I cross the roads pretty. So now you're talking about algorithms. Hey man, what the fuck happened to your knee? <laughs> I asked a simple question. I didn't ask for a chemistry equation. 
I think well, when you cross the dynamic specialties of the WWE with the crossover multiples of the <laughs> of the crossover industry of the YouTube world, you get a concoction that I can build. What happened to your knee, bro? We'll, we'll, you know what? We'll, we, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know. I know. I know. You're going to say it in your video. I'm going to say it. You're a teaser. Video. Yeah, I got I Well, because things, things, things have changed now, truthfully. I, I, this, is a, this, is, this is a shitty injury. It's very bad. Um, it, it could have been worse. That's the good news. And all will be revealed soon. But this affects my future with the WWE, my boxing future, which I already had to cancel the fight uh, for. Like, it's, it sucks. January 14th was going to be the prime card. Who are you supposed to fight? I don't want to say yet, but we did have an opponent and uh, it just su it just sucks. Injuries are the worst thing ever. And I've been riddled with them my whole life for people who've been following my journey. I have one big injury a year. Without a doubt, every single year I'm getting surgery. I'm going to rehab for multiple months on end. And have you tried not? Just not having the annual injury? Of course. Because that would change everything if you just didn't. Say you're healthy and you're ready to go. He can't say that. He's not. Is is John Cena somebody that you Because <laughs> I saw in a headline, bro, that he's coming back. And I was like, bro, that would be the craziest thing to watch. And I have to admit, when you first brought WWE to like our lifestyle, I was just kind of like, the fuck is this? That was my first real instinct. Then I was like, okay, I got to show respect. This is my best friend. This is his, his career. Then I watched you and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? This guy's amazing at this. Then I got into the story arcs and now I'm just a fan, bro. Mm. I, even if you're not part of the show, I still want to watch the show. So now I'm looking at John Cena, somebody who's paved a really big way for wrestlers to break out. Same way that du uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson did. Yeah. So to watch you even think about fighting Roman Reigns is kind of like, crazy yeah. but now seeing that are you trying to fight everybody that's a legend or is like is that, is that on your radar of course that's my dream i mean th i mean think about it man like i've proven the model twice now i've proven the model of headstrong capable internet kid versus a goat a top tier industry leader floyd that worked generated 60 75 million dollars reigns Crown Jewel became the number one most viewed pay-per-view, international pay-per-view event the WWE has ever had. No way. I've done it twice now. And the reason is because when I'm paired with a legend, a top-tier industry leader, the model works. So after the Crown Jewel event, John Cena posted me on his Instagram. And then I saw an article that was saying he's looking for an opponent for WrestleMania. <laughs> and I favorited it and responded with the eyes, you know, because, I mean, truthfully... I think me versus John Cena would break the internet. And I texted Triple H right away. I said, do you want to break the internet again? And that's a, that's a, that's a dream matchup, dude. At WrestleMania in LA next year on my birthday, Triple H, throw me a bone, give me a birthday present and let me take out John Cena. And that'd be crazy. Like, I think that's the model that I'm actually going to pitch with to the WWE. It's funny. You guys are getting an insight into like what our I love meetings look like. But like this, this week we're meeting with them and I'm just going to be like, hey, like this, this, this works for me. Put me up against the best y'all y'all have. I'm going to fucking deliver. I'm going to fucking deliver. You know that for a fact. Not only put on an amazing match, but I'm gonna put asses in seats. I'm gonna put eyeballs on the glued on the television. Like it's 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 what I do. It's what I know, and I can promise you that I'm gonna do it every single time. So 
I think I think for me, since I am an outsider, they have to treat my career in the WWE a little bit differently than they have with the rest of the wrestlers. I think, but, but that's think, what you do, bro. You come into an industry and you kind of like I, I, Christopher Columbus. I, I, it. Let's go this way. Disrupt. For I disrupt. I'm a, yeah. I am You're a disruptor to, to the T. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a disruptor. And, and the only caveat to, to this would be like, I could see how other wrestlers and wrestling fans would throw their arms in the air. And why is he getting the shot at Cena? Why is he getting the shot at, you know, Randy Orton or whoever I end up? I, well, it goes back to that conversation that we had earlier about just putting eyeballs on televisions and asses. And I mean, the answer is because I'm going to make fucking money. I'm gonna well, no, but money. also, but also the thing that to, to counter that point, I think a lot of those people shut up after Roman. Oh, I see the, the, the performance that you put on at crown jewel was was nothing short of a spectacle. Listen, like, dude, I, I when when you after you fought Floyd, I sat here, I said, yo, you fought Floyd Mayweather. After you fought KSI, I said, yo, that was a great fight. That it's true. You did the you did the things, but I wasn't sitting here like, yo, man, that was the great what you did with Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia was special. Was very, very special, bro. Mm. Like and and the entire wrestling world, the purists, the people who have been watching since the Ultimate Warrior know that they all know that they know that you're deserving from a physicality from a showmanship standpoint of that level of match because of what you did you showed up and not only did you show up but you fought through a, a very treacherous injury so i think i i think you i think you de you're deserving of of any of those matches and and that was a big misconception breaker of a match because i thought you could talk shit to the wrestlers from the crowd I thought I can heckle the wrestlers from the crowd. Yo, Roman, you're a pussy. George gives Logan the phone. Yo, we're involved. <laughs> Fun and games. Then I'm being <laughs> removed from the crowd and having my ass beat by two large Samoans. It's so big. Massive. And I look next to me thinking to myself, well, there's no way they're getting the best of, of quick-witted, you know, young man George getting manhandled. They tossed out, George up. got tossed around like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Bro, I watched his head get thrown through a wall. Yeah. I seen him at sports rehab this week with me. He's fixing his jaw. They messed up his my, jaw. My, my jaw came out of place. My, my mom, <laughs> I have a reaction. I have a release because I didn't tell my mom about this and I didn't know about this. So I'm watching my mom's reaction to this. And it was it was honestly quite fair, bro. Getting like everybody's like WWE's fake. Yeah. Why don't you fucking are you fucking around, bro? Serious? I have bruises all over my back. My jaw's out of place. Uh uh this well. shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> uh, also, by the way, I've talked to those two gentlemen before and they were quite nice. <laughs> I didn't think we had an issue. In fact, I saw you push the guy and I go, why is Mike doing that? And then I blink and I'm just looking at Jake walk over me and I'm like, what the fuck? That's see, that's the, that's what I had. That was sort of the reaction I had. I, I remember being pulled over the barrier. I remember seeing you yanked like a rag doll. Like you looked like one of those inflatable, inflatable arm people like this, just yanked <laughs> over. Right. Then I remember being pummeled. Pummeled, like I was guarding my head, being pummeled. You got thrown through a wall into another dimension. And the next thing I knew, I somehow was in the ring getting kicked in the face. And as I hit the ground, I, I, I didn't know what to do besides for a second to look around me and realize that I was in front of 20 plus thousand people in a stadium in the middle of the ring that I had watched since I was a child. And had this moment 
And I just did the best I could to soak it in. Like, yo, you're in the middle of the ring in the WWE right now. Yeah. Crazy. Pretty cool. Wild, wild moment. Like, bucket list check. From, well, I mean, getting my ass beat sucked. But, like, just, just an insane, insane moment. Just the whole trip. And a moment that, quite frankly, almost didn't happen. <laughs> I'll tell. I'll explain. <clears throat> There's a lot of misconceptions about Saudi Arabia. We had briefings prior to going. Oh, my there. God. I forgot. Yeah, about well, that. I'll tell it. We had briefings prior to going there. Talked with members of the State Department, different briefing squads, communities, people who had been there. Don't make sure the girls wear all the way up to their neck. Don't, 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 don't let the, the wardrobe go down even just a little bit. Don't, don't risk it. Don't don't swear in public. Be 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 very be, be might be very careful there. You you're not the type of people that should go there. These crazy misconceptions about how it's this fucking lawful place that if you make one wrong mistake you'll be stoned to death. They really they really did. They scare scared us. the honest. shit out of us. And I was talking to other people. From I was fine. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong. So so before we even start this journey, George is on just the edge of really not going and there is this you know conception of saudi arabia in the in the western world i think the way that the mainstream talks about saudi arabia we're all just a bit worried so we get on this flight we're going to fly from la to frankfurt we're going to make a stop in frankfurt and then we're going to bounce into Riyadh. we get on the plane a beautiful lufthansa uh, aircraft we're in business class i'm getting set up Taking my shoes off, kicking back, got the seat back, chilling. George is already a little bit on edge. I get a message on my phone. U.S. State Department warns of imminent attack on Saudi Arabia <laughs> via Iranian drones. Go down the article a little bit. WWE <sighs> makes the right target for this as it is an... <laughs> that was not in the article. Yes, it was. No, it was, it was, it was not. It was. Yes, it was. Because it's Western interest. <laughs> and it's bag. a big way to make noise. So I go like this. Now, in that moment, I have to make a decision. Do I tell George? <laughs> do I alert George? He's sitting next to me. He's already like, because by the way, as you know, George doesn't do that great on planes to begin with. You texting Nina? No, no, no. I'm getting context for this. But continue. I'm Do your fucking, fucking job. Fair enough. I look at George. George, I got to tell you something. And I need you to just relax. Don't stress out. Because a lot of this kind of stuff that I'm going to tell you can be fake news from time to time. And I said, George... The U.S. State Department warns of <laughs> imminent, imminent bombing on Saudi Arabian territory by way of Iranian drones. I look at his face. He gets up. <laughs> takes, his bag, takes his bag out of the overhead compartment and beelines off the fucking plane. <laughs> I didn't even wait for beelines off the plane. I did not care to see if this guy, I already looked at Mike's life. He's made bad decisions. I'm not sticking around for my death to be uh, equated to you guys being, let's make it to the WWE arena. So no shot. So he got, so he beelines off the plane and I'm sitting there and I'm like, should I beeline off the plane? <laughs> Five minutes later, he comes back sweaty with his bags. 
They won't let me off the plane. They won't <laughs> let me off the plane. Pause. By the way, you know what she said? The door's opened. The door's fucking open. She's standing right here. Right here is the door that's open. I go, hi. Uh, and kindly, just as a gentleman, I go, is the, you know, the door, is the door still open? I need to leave. She goes, ooh, the door's closed. And I go, <laughs> no, it's not. If you were a real one, you would have just ran past. I, I looked at it. I go, Look, it's open. She goes, yeah, no, but we're closing it. I go, that's fine. Let me move off before you close it. And she's like, sir, is there a problem? And then all the stewards <laughs> gave me the, oh, this Middle Eastern's causing a problem. So I just go, no problem. Because I know I'm stopping at Germany. So I'm like, I'm just going to U-turn from there. So, I'm not that's fucking what I, going. so that's what I told them. I said, listen, George. So, so for people who don't understand, and, this, and by the way, this is really good storytelling and information right now. This is, this is fun stuff. <laughs> we have an entire team of people who work on these, this international travel and these international situations. State Department, ex, I don't even know how much I wanna say here, ex fucking special forces, like people that really are ingrained in these communities that know what's going on with Iran and know what's going on with Saudi and know what's going on with all of our, our agencies. At the state, local and federal level. All levels. And those people are telling us, yo, this is what Iran has done, this is posturing, this is fine, don't fucking worry about it, stay on the flight. So I look to George and George looks at me and he goes, are you not worried? Are you not just a little bit worried about what can happen? And when he asked me that question, I had a thought in my brain. I'm not, I'm, I'm simply not worried. And, and, and it, I saw this George, this, this, this norm representation of the normal human in that situation who would have been terrified i'm landing in a zone that is going to be imminently bombed within 48 hours that's the news we're getting and for some reason i don't care and so my question is and this is like a macro topic before we get into saudi arabia why don't i care why do i not get scared I'll tell you why mike because it's all bullshit. No, no, it's no. It's no. all bullshit. It, you can't trust a single thing you read online. It's all just fucking noise. No, but that's and not. you're not going to let a, an article dictate what you're going to do with your life. There's two types of people. People who fear and people who don't fear. And <laughs> <laughs> these are the guys that you want me to go to Saudi Arabia for? Listen, my parents fled Iraq. Oh, no. How stupid would it look if I went back to fucking die? They fought for their life for this little boy to live, and I'm going back to be a front row for a fucking drone to come hit me? Because this guy hit me with the quote, don't be a pussy, bro. What? What, bro? We have articles that say, if they're going to attack, it's gonna be yeah. the double, double. <laughs> and I'm front fucking row, bro. I don't know why this is what kills me. You'd fucking somehow live because <laughs> I gotta pee, and your lucky ass would be in a bunker taking a piss. Come back, and we're all fucking melted. And this is him. He goes, "Oh, I guess he was right on that one." And then he takes Nina, which she lives for some fucking reason, and then I fucking roast hey. on the ground. And then he walks over Mike's depleted body, and Mike's sitting there melted. Well, I still don't care because I died with my boys. No. You didn't! You didn't die with your boys. You died with a pussy Assyrian boy and some WWE wrestlers while he was taking a piss. So yes, I didn't want to fucking go because I'm the guy who fucking dies. No, but I just don't, I don't get like why that switch is off for me. And I and I tried to explain it to him. I go, because it's not real. No, it's not real. Stop, stop. Back away from that explanation. <laughs> when the turbulence gets crazy and the plane is literally going like this, why are you and I surfing in the aisle? <laughs> 
when other people are cowering. Because I'm uncomfortable and surfing is the only way out. Is that what it is? 100%. For if, you, me, if you stand up, if you sta if you can stand up on a plane during turbulence and you're really scared, get in the aisle and, and, and ride it like a wave. It, it becomes a game. No, see, no, the stewardess, what the fuck are you guys doing? Get in your seats. Buckle up. No, Logan Paul told me this is better. Well, no, don't do it on commercial. No, it's got to be on a private flight. Here's, here's what I, here's what I, the conclusion I'm, I'm like drawing. You're going to go out of this life one day. And your feeling about that is not going to dictate if it happens or doesn't happen. So the way I've always looked at it is I'd rather go out surfing the turbulence than the pussy tucked under the fucking seat. Does that, does what I'm saying make sense? You know why I, why I didn't care? Why? Because I said a prayer to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not funny. And I knew that he was going to protect me. It's not funny. I knew that him and the WWE were going to protect me in you Saudi can't, Arabia. You can't say and I was right. Like and I was right. Logan, I'm going to check you on this one. What? You have to stop doing that. But You did not say that prayer. You don't believe in Jesus. What? What are you talking about? You don't. Yes, I George, do. George, help me. We talk about I believe your, bla your blasphemy is your blasphemy is offensive. I'm what are you talking about? about? I said a fucking prayer and I knew God had my back and I was right. What are you doing? Why are you? Why is everyone laughing at me? Well, I don't know if you're being serious or not, bro. God has my back. Well, I know he does. You don't tell me about it. Well, I don't know if you know that he has your back too because you tried to run off the plane while the door was open, but you couldn't make it. So I'm like out of this one, bro. Where, was, <laughs> where was your prayer? Where was your prayer? Did you prayer. did pray, and I prayed. That and guess you, what? You do really well. And, you and guess what? Well. It worked. You, he just brain boggled the both of us. He hit the reverse Uno. He did. Oh, so then, so then, <laughs> so George, a, a passage of the Bible. We're like, oh my God. He did no, 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 no. Mike was texting me. He's like, George is trying to get off the plane. Da, da, da. And he had just walked off the podcast. My, I was, I had this much left for George to <laughs> fucking ruin my shit that I've laid out on a silver platter. Here, here, George, take it. Just fucking, just go. Show up. That's all I need you to do. Show the fuck up. You said you weren't upset about it. I'm not upset. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, I said, I texted Mike. I said, tell him to say a prayer and shut the fuck up. And obviously he did. Obviously it worked. And uh, look at us. Safe, sound. All our limbs are attached. So he, so he went through a couple phases. He went through the escape phase when he realized that wasn't going to work. He went to praying. <laughs> and then I think after the praying phase, he went to grief, which I saw him. I have some recording of it for a few minutes of him just defeated. Like he knew he was dead. He knew he was getting hit in the face with a drone. And by the way, the <laughs> fucked up thing about it was they had a massive drone ceremony for the wrestling. I know. I, all the me and Mike were like this. We're like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so <laughs> like that's gonna stop a fucking drug dude i said to the guy too to our to our security i go everybody's like looking up at them they're like look at the cool drones i go yeah wait fucking 30 seconds till they start dive bombing <laughs> with c4 attach them so after he left the grieving phase he reached the paranoia phase the chain smokers were randomly on this flight. How, who planned this? I don't fucking know. Drew and Alex were on this flight to Frankfurt. <laughs> and I go, hey, to, uh, to Alex, I go, hey, did you happen to just see George try to escape the plane? He's pretty positive he's going to get killed by a drone in Saudi Arabia, an Iranian war drone. So he obviously started laughing. Messages George, hey man, try not to die in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> So you George, do what it feels like to have a fucking chain smoker with you over a text. I'm like, buddy, we're on a high and by basis. Why are you making fun of my prayers right now? So George, so George, so I see George. I'm watching George at this moment. I see him. He goes like this. He looks at his phone. He goes to me, and I go, George, why are you looking at me like that? He goes, you see, I'm scared. You see, I'm worried, and you tell people to text me these horrible things about me. <laughs> I go, I go like this. I go like this. I, I go, go, you think 
funny? And I go, I go, I go, you think this shit's funny? He goes, what? I go, calling your friends to fuck with me? You think this is funny? And he goes, George, I honest to God, I have no fucking idea. Oh, you don't have no fucking idea? Why is the fucking chain smokers texting me and wishing me well in fucking Saudi Arabia? Prodding at George's paranoia is equally as fun to me as it is when I put my fingers on your glass. Like, that's what you were feeling in that moment. You know what it is. It's just a different type of energy. No, but I'm not, I'm not liking Bro, it. you, you, you coerced a chain smoker. No, 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 I didn't. No, <laughs> yes, no, he did. realized quickly that I didn't do that. I just messaged, I showed, he made me show him the message. Oh my he God. Made me, yeah. It was like when phone. you, it was like when you accused me of leaking that footage that time of you breaking your hand. It was like one of those. I'm, bare still, I'm still convinced you did it. <laughs> Show me your deleted pictures. Show me your deleted pictures. I was like, "Whoa, guys, what's going on here?" So, speeding the story up. Sorry, we take off. We go to Saudi Arabia, blah blah, and we quickly realize that all of these conceptions about Saudi Arabia, about Riyadh, about the government, about all these things are semi fabrications. What a beautiful country! I think as as the um, you know infrastructure there moves towards a progressive and a modernized state. There have been growing pains, but what I saw there was a group of some of the kindest people I have ever met in my entire existence. You you can agree with that. I actually it it, it scares me on how we don't have any class in comparatively where I see it now. Like we would go to a restaurant, please eat with us. If we went to a place, hey, let me show you the best place. The they were just always checking in on us and making sure that we felt comfortable. They I didn't never know who felt we were. That. It wasn't because like, oh, they're like, oh, these people are with WWE. It had nothing to do with that. We were just at the mall. They just show love to their neighbors. And it's sad that we look because the way the media paints, and I'll say it, after 9-11, after all this sure. stuff, as a Middle Eastern man, I was nervous about this situation. Until yep. I went there and I was like, wow, I feel safer here than I do in L.A. Hundred percent, and I and I mean that. I mean that with a. We got into a car with two strangers, and I never and I still text with them. And I've never done that in a country before. I generally am, am pretty guards up when I go international, but the way these people treated us, I've never experienced anything like that before. Yeah, you, you will you will you will sit with us. You will eat. We will explain our food to. You. Had no idea who we were. We were not we were not with a group. It was me, you, and David the German in in completely integrated into their society in their eating places that I researched. This was the most Anthony Bourdain I've ever felt. We literally were ingrained into their culture. Mm. They were taking us to their table mm. and then they would say to us, and after we finish here, you will come with us to our house and we will show you our, our, our house and you'll meet our family and stuff. I said, well, we can't do that. But yeah. We well, which part would they have taken your kidney? Not his kidney. His kidney's trash. Yeah, <laughs> They'd open it up and they'd be like, eh, no, fuck this one. No, they just I'm, sew it back up. I'm joking. I agree. I agree. I'll echo the sentiment. Yeah. Uh inc incredibly hospitable. What a what a what a hospitable country. They're so they're so respectful and receptive to guests. And we we saw some of the best places that Riyadh had to offer. Like it, it was it was just it was really fantastic. And and the fandom there too is incredible, man. Like Prime? I, Oh my prime God. everywhere. Prime, you know, please, prime, prime, please you punch know, the back of your head. Prime, prime, you, please prime. prime. You know, there's a a whole black market for prime. Bottles sell for fifty dollars in Saudi Arabia. Kids will ship in prime from another country and sell them to their classmates for fifty dollars. Well, they're in Saudi Arabia, so then that's like a dollar. Yeah, prime just it. prime just passed uh, Powerade and Body Armor and Target. Insane. No way. Yeah. Insane. 
Just that's, absolutely insane numbers. Now imagine if we actually had the supply so these kids didn't have to spend $50 on a bottle for this delicious god nectar that keeps you hydrated and only has 10, 20 calories and 2 grams a of part sugar. Of me wonders, <laughs> a part of me wonders if that's part of the reason why it's selling, though. Is because it I keep saying this, bro. We're not a hype beast product. We want to get our product to as many people yeah, as possible. Right. We just happen to be in a situation where we're like, the supply is not high enough to meet the demand. Why we're working that? on it. We're working on it. It's because production, producing bottles, actual space in manufacturing warehouses is difficult. We have we have warehouses in, I think, like seven states. And sorry, they're not our warehouses. We rent space in the warehouse, like a section to produce our bottles. When and are you gonna guys? When are you gonna get your own factories? We we may we we may not. It just is a bottom line thing. Like, is it worth it for us? Is there better ways to spend our money, especially this early on? The answer is yes. The answer is most likely yeah. Unbelievable. No, no, no fucking way. Early? No way. No, way. no shot. Possible. There's no fucking Bro, you're, shot. You're Thirty minutes early. Get away from us. Let us finish this episode. I cannot fucking look at look, 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 look. Right one of our guests on an upcoming episode. We finally fucking got this kid, bro. I Unbelievable. And he's early. <laughs> I can't believe money line. We had a money line. I was so sure he wasn't showing up. So, so, so just final notes on Saudi Riyadh season right now. Jeddah season will, will come soon. Um, another thing that I quickly realized was we, I had seen wealth in other countries. I've, there's nothing like it. I've carbone. never they, if they want a Western civilization entity to end up, they had carbone. They had they're getting egg slot there. Basically, if they want something, they get it. Yeah. Like they, they have Quiznos, bro. We anything they want. They asked us. They asked us. We were at dinner at Carbone, and we were laughing because they made anything, any request that we had happen like instantly. And they're like, "What? Do, what? What do you want?" And we were like, "Well, we've been really interested in the line, your seventy mile long uh, skyscraper city." And we'd love to go visit. And he's like, well, that's funny you say that because the CEO of Neom, the, the city, uh, is actually eating inside right now. And not not 15 seconds later, this dude came out. We had a 30-minute conversation about this 70-mile metropolis that he By the way, build. By the way, he wasn't already eating inside. We mentioned the line earlier in the night in the conversation. They went and took him out of his bed <laughs> and brought him to that restaurant. They're like, it just so happens. He's eating inside right now. Yeah, okay. I told, would tell him I want this special. Uh, well, they, make fun of how I say it. I want, I want a baklava. It's baklava. Whatever, whatever. Just please leave me alone. Just let me say it. And they would, I, I'm, they're like, well, the, the waiter goes, it's, oh, sorry, sir. We don't have that. They would hear it and make the waiter go to another restaurant. So, yes, we saw the, the country from both sides. When we were with Logan, we got that type of access, but we did go out and, and see it from the, the commoner they, side as well. When we were at Carbone, they had kittens running around. Right. And they brought out so much food that I knew that like all of us would eat and have crazy leftover. I fed this one kitten that was next to me. <laughs> I swear I'm not exaggerating. A filet and a half. <laughs> and I was having the best time of my life. They're all talking about the line. They brought out that guy. They're all serious. In the con And I'm just... To the kitten, bro. <laughs> I was on a, a cloud nine. It was the best trip I've ever been in my life. I completely forgot to what? tell you. Because you guys you guys left after dinner. Yeah. We went with the three guys to um, the cigar lounge. After I told you that, we stayed till like three in the morning talking about these misconceptions and Western media and all this stuff. Um, the cat died. No, no, don't say they that. They did. It was. I think it was, they said it was fed too much, and no one knew who was who was feeding it. Steak. Oh, you're joking! Um, I thought something not. happened to the cat. I got really scared. I named him. It's dead. Elon fucked up Twitter. 
It's as dead. That Everybody's cat is verified. as dead as Twitter. <laughs> that cat is as dead as. T- I can't believe it. Complete botch. Do you think he's just making some moves? I, I think so, dude. I think at first I said Elon's taking over. I got trust in Elon. He's going to do it. And even when he revealed the verification plan, I thought it was a good idea. I thought it was I thought it was a I thought it was a decent idea at first to get people who are obviously going to pay for that check because it means a lot to a, a lot of people. Yeah. Uh like you're not not going to pay for it essentially. 8 bucks a month like whatever. But then he put it into play, and now I don't know who's who. He only made half a million dollars from it. <laughs> no, yeah, stop. I, I, I think I think sixty. He 000. made less than Prime. I think that week by about sixfold. Bro, he made he made less than Prime stick packs. <laughs> Our stick packs. We're right behind Liquid IV, by the way. Bro, what what is going on? It's a monthly payment, though. Yeah, eight bucks a month. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, I just don't understand because like, not now he's saying that if you are a parody account or like your your name is set as someone who's not you you have to put parody in there and it just seems like a it seems like a mess dude. no it's a mess it seems the like entire a mess. the entire compliance team is gone he fired all of the c-level executives um it is it is i i, I go to my verified tab everyone everyone verified. yeah there's no way to make any rhyme or reason it, it seems like I, I i i cannot begin to imagine what his plan is for that for that platform. I mean, bro, you, we, we got the news early on right after his acquisition. Um, and you confirmed it that he paid you a billion dollars cash yeah. to take over the Vine uh, aspect, yeah. bringing back Vine. Have you gotten that check from the billion dollars? Yeah, so not yet. Um, and honestly, Elon hasn't even contacted me about it yet. Someone else from the team? No. So you just found out through social media that you got a billion dollars. Yeah, but I don't have the money yet and or the position. I, I, no one from Twitter has reached out to me. I, I actually am starting to believe that tweet wasn't real. No. Yeah. Would you do it? No, no, no. Hold on a sec. Are you serious? <laughs> it was a it was a, a, a tweet from yeah. a from a verified, verified account. account. Yeah. And it got a whole bunch of retweets yeah. and everyone was star liking and, and even more so. Um, people started making YouTube videos about it. Yeah. And even in the YouTube videos, they said, um, this has been verified true because Logan Paul even went and liked the tweet. Well, I only did that to make some noise and and, and stir up the conversations that you're talking about. So you're telling me right now, and you're going to completely shut this down right now, that you have not, that the billion dollar paycheck that you're getting to bring back Vine by way of Elon Musk, that is not happening. Or, or sorry, you just don't know if it's happening. That's not happening. Unless you want to make a deal, Elon. Let me tell you something. I can make a lot of uh, a good content that that is six seconds long. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my best friend right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna you wanna you wanna you wanna revitalize Vine? You're gonna get me? You're gonna get Lele Pons? Lele Pons is still on it. Wampa. Hey, Even gonna, though it's not there. You're gonna get King Batch. You can put us in a room. We'll have your Twitter popping in no time, brother. <laughs> Get that video popping on Twitter. It is. It is fascinating. Uh, I. 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 I am. I am so curious to see how he crawls out of this hole that he's dug himself because he's he's brilliant, obviously. But I don't think this first step was a great one as now the owner of Twitter. He's just. He's. He's smart. Elon's smart. So clearly, I mean, at the. 
like I just don't see where this goes between him and Zuck. I mean, Zuck has ruined Facebook. Facebook. Not meta. Ruined. I mean, I mean, it wasn't all him because obviously the which we'll talk about with banks. I mean, a lot of people have lost everything in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not all Zuck's. It's not all Zuck's fault. But he took a big bet on Meta on Metaverse, and 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 Meta is down what eighty. 76, 80%. Should have done Meta Moon. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this boy's only episode brought to you by his Cash App, Prime, and Manscaped. And Manscaped. Uh, we got some great episodes coming up over the next month. We've got uh, Rob Deerdick, the long-awaited Rob Deerdick episode coming out next week. David Guetta. And now, of course, Ricky Banks. Ricky Banks. Finally fucking happening. It's unbelievable. Wow. Thanks for uh, listening to this podcast, guys. We love you. Um, if you aren't subscribed, please subscribe. Yeah, if you're still listening, <laughs> if you're not subscribed and you're still listening, that's a miracle. <laughs> but go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, we'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.